This is the Euro Money Hour show, and I am your host, Dakota Grady. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day. Today, the sun is shining outside. As you can tell, I love hot weather. I love warm weather. I don't like cold weather, and I, I am in the South. But regardless, I love warm weather. So today, I have a guest on the show. She's actually a friend of mine. We've been knowing each other for years. We grew up together, hanging out with the same people. But before we get started, I am your host, Dakota Grady. I help people with personal finances so that they can maximize the money to live the life that they want. You can find out more information on dakotagrady.com. Find out resources there. My book is Financial Hope, available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Also, I am the accounting and tax doctor, helping people with their accounting, taxes, and business advisory solutions. So if you're a business owner, specifically a nurse practitioner, and you need help with your accounting or taxes, I'm your guy. Contact me today on my website at theatdoc. That's theatdoc.com. So without further ado, I have my friend Kiki Anderson, her maiden name, or Keisha Anderson. <laughs> she's got married. I think she's been married for about 14 years. I'll be correct about that. But her name is Dr. Kiki Ramsey. She is from Greenville, South Carolina. And without further ado, Kiki, welcome to the show. Thank you. Woo-woo. And I call you Coach, so. Since uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I'm so excited to have you on the show because, I mean, like, this has been a journey for both of us. But I want the people to know who you are, share your story, and we're going to talk about some tips about starting a business as well. So let me stop talking and let you talk. Yay. So thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. I'm so excited. Um, I'm just so happy for all the amazing things that you're doing. And I've always admired your ability to crunch those numbers and live this really debt-free life. And so I just wanted to congratulate on congratulate you on that because that's something that I've always admired about you. Um, so thank you for shedding your light onto the world. Um, and so like, uh, coach said, I am Kiki Ramsey. I have actually been married for almost 18 years. Um, so you just, (laughs) you fall, you're a little bit fall short, fall short. Give me my four years. (laughs) And so, um, to my wonderful husband, Jamil Ramsey, who is just amazing. Um, and we have three children, my oldest, which we'll talk all about this story, is um, about to be 26 this weekend. As a matter of fact, I cannot believe it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. And so my life is completely full. Um, just a little backdrop, you know, backdrop about my story is I definitely have come a long way. I grew up with a mom who was addicted to crack cocaine And I used to sleep night after night on a couch in a crack house. And when you grow up with circumstances like this, you really begin to question your purpose in life, why you're here. You begin to question if you really matter. And that question came to my mind, you know, very on. And I actually made a decision. I made a decision that, you know what, maybe I might not matter to some people, but I do matter and I am going to be successful and I'm going to be happy in my life. So one night while I was sleeping, sitting on that couch in the crack house, I made a decision that no matter what bad things happened in my life, I was going to be successful. 
And I didn't know what success was at the time. I thought it was, you know, really driving a nice car, um, a big house. And those things are considered success for some people. But for me, I just knew that I didn't want to be sleeping on a couch in a crack house for the rest of my life while my mom was getting high. Mm -hmm. And I wish I, you know, Code, I wish I could tell you like that, that, that was a defining moment for me. However, things didn't automatically get better because my mom still had her addiction and I grew up to be out of control. I I grew up doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And I ended up pregnant at 16 years old. And so if I paint the picture for you, I'm 16 years old. I'm in 11th grade. I have a younger sister who's five years younger than me, who I'm already helping my mom take care of. And now I'm pregnant. And that is a recipe for disaster. And I know people looked at me and they pegged me as another statistic, but I know the power of really when you make a choice to do something in your life, that is so important. So I had made a choice a long time ago. Um, and I decided with that, when I decided about being successful, that was my choice. And so I remembered that whole, you know, decision. And I decided that I was going to get it together. I had my son. I went back to high school with my original and graduated with my original graduation class, which was amazing. And then I set my eyes on college, which, you know, Mm -hmm. what was Berea, Berea College, Mm because we have the same alma mater. Mm -hmm. And um, I took my son with me um, and I was considered a non-traditional student and I graduated in four years. And went on to get a master's in social work. Mm-hmm. From there, I went on to get a master's in positive psychology. And from there, I went on to get a PhD in business psychology, which I just actually um, completed in December of last year. And it's just been an amazing ride. Along that journey, I have founded two organizations. One is Kiki Ramsey International, which is my first business. And the other is the Positive Psychology Coaching and Diversity Institute, which we deal with um, leadership. And we we help develop leaders within organizations. um, And we do diversity, equity, and inclusion coaching and leadership development. So that's a quick summary. (laughs) So... Let's back up years ago because you lived in the Nicotown area, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. lived in Fieldcrest, which was the hood, both, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the hood, basically, or, or what Lisa was back in the day. And I didn't know, I mean, that you were living on couches because we would, we, hang, we hung out with the same people, Fonzo, mm-hmm. Renzo, and Sean. So we hung mm-hmm. out with the same people, but I was oblivious to what you just told me until... We found each other at Berea College. So let me tell you my story too. So Kiki and I, we grew up together again. I saw her, the last time I saw her was years ago in Nicotown area. So when I saw her at Berea College, we connected automatically. Like, it's like, she mm-hmm. called me Cody. I'm like, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> 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 because my nickname is Coat, which is short for Dakota. And she knew me as Cody. So it was, it was just like, we hit it off and she, we came in, we, my wife and I did, we came in our freshman year, and Kiki, she was a senior at the time, if I'm not mistaken, and during that mm-hmm. time, man, she was like a rock for us. Being away from home was challenging for my wife and me both, and having somebody there who knew us was just awesome. So Kiki was like my sister now, and it's, it was just amazing to know her. Somebody was there to help us, support us. And if she was doing it, we could too, because Berea College is hard. It was a hard college. In fact, mm-hmm. 
I remember standing late one time and I was writing my papers because I used to write papers and then type them. Kiki, she schooled me on that. She said, dude, what are you doing? Basically, like, just type the paper. And since <laughs> then, like, when I did a paper, I typed it. And it was like, wow, I took so much time trying to make things perfect. But Kiki kicked me in the tail, gave me what I needed, and I finished my my papers. So mm-hmm. she's been inspirational for my life as well. So it's twofold. It's not just her appreciating me. I appreciate her a lot. Her and her husband, I look up to them as role models because, man, they've gone from, well, Kiki's from here to Kentucky and then over to Maryland, which, which is still in the States now, Burtonsville, Maryland. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, she's doing a thing. Uh, again, she grew up in the same situation I did, probably worse than me. She went to school, got a bachelor's, two masters, and a PhD. So what are you talking about? People being holding us back. Yeah. Hey, let me say this. I understand that we were enslaved. Yes, we were. We meaning black folks. Mm-hmm. However, it's 2021. A single mom who I know personally went through a hard time with her mom who passed away years ago. She had a child and she went to school with a child for four years, which is hard. Mm-hmm. A single mom. For me, I'm married. I have a daughter, one daughter. It takes two people to take care of one child. So I admit, commend single parents. She did her thing, finished school in four years, went to school at UGA, the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Got two master's degrees and a PhD and started businesses. And had three kids. Yep. And she's a mom. Yep. So what do you have for an excuse? So Kiki, talk about starting a business. Talk about tips that you can help people who are interested in starting businesses and what can you share with the audience? Yeah, I love that. Thank you for that, Cole. I, I, I have so many so many memories from us at Berea. <laughs> I remember when you took me to get my wisdom teeth out. I don't know if you remember that. I was so out of it. You had to drive me and get me back in the house and everything. I think so, um, yeah. So, yeah, it was so funny. Oh, my God. We just have so many amazing memories together. Um, and so about entrepreneurship, um, I was just talking to somebody about that earlier, even before we got on our um, our call together, Coach. Entrepreneurship is one of those things that a lot of people think is super easy. Um, and they feel that, you know, they don't want to necessarily work for somebody and it's going to be easier to be an entrepreneur. Mm. Now, I will say this. <laughs> Entrepreneurship is not easier working for, than working for somebody in, in, in a lot of ways. But it can give you that um, sense of accomplishment and pride. And the, if you do take the risk of entrepreneurship, the reward can absolutely be amazing um, and so I'll, I'll say that caveat first, but what I'll also say about entrepreneurship is that when you're thinking about starting your own business, you really need to think about what the market wants. A lot of times we start this business on what we want to, to provide, but if the market doesn't want that, then you're going to struggle because what we want to provide might not make us money in the long run. Mm. And, I, and I think that that's very important for us to, to kind of know and find out because 
when I first started my business, Kiki Rams International, which is basically um, where I go into organizations, I do keynote presentations, I train, I coach um, as an executive coach. And this is just my own, you know, just me as a solopreneur. Um, and when I was doing that, when I first started, I thought that, you know, the phone was going to be ringing off the hook for, <laughs> for people to call me to speak. But I was like, uh, what are, what are people at? <laughs> <laughs> what are people at? Um, uh, but people were not necessarily asking for that. And then I also had to prove myself as a speaker. And so over the years, as I proved myself, but as I also got into topics that more people want, um, and need in their lives, then the phone started ringing. But it wasn't until I really tapped into who I was, what I was gifted at sharing, then the phone started ringing. But it didn't start ringing just because I was awesome. It started ringing because I started really focusing on marketing, putting myself out there, talking to people, networking, and all those things. And so the first thing I'll say to aspiring entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who even have been in business for a while and you've just been struggling, does the market want what you have? Like, and I'm not just saying, yeah, they, they want it. What market research do you have for the fact that they want what you have? I'll give you an example. A lot of people don't know, but I started PCATI. I call it PCATI, the Positive Psychology Coaching and Diversity Institute. Um, well, I started PCATI during the pandemic. Mm. I've already had Kiki Rams International. We're going on 12 years right now. So I'm not new to business. But I saw I started PCATI because I saw a need in the marketplace because of everything that was happening with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin, all these things that people don't know how to relate to people who look different, mainly African-American people, right? Um, and there's a, not a lot of justice going on for people, but people also don't know how to have, I call them courageous conversations around race. Mm -hmm. So, and we're about to go into a break. That needed to happen. Excuse me. So, we're about to go into a break. I'm going to bring you back for the second segment. Is that fine? Yeah, that's All fine. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned. Alexa what you want. Rejoice 96.9. Also available on iHeart and Radio.com. Welcome back to the Euro Money Hour show. I'm with my friend Kiki Ramsey, Dr. Kiki Ramsey, excuse me. And she was <laughs> talking about some tips about starting a business. So Kiki, you can go ahead and continue, please. Yes. Yeah, thank you for that. And so when I was when I started when I started seeing all the injustice that was going on in our country, I said there there's a need for people to learn how to have these conversations and how to relate to other people who are different from them. But I wanted to do it differently than I've seen in the marketplace, and I wanted to allow people to be able to relate to other people by, based on their strengths. Because a lot of times we're very fearful of race conversations and how to, how to deal with differences. And so if I can help a leader develop based on their strengths, 
then this is something that the marketplace hasn't seen. And that's why PCATI was born. And so I go back to, you know, really going back to saying, make sure that your business is something that's wanted and really needed in the marketplace is going to make a difference in people's lives. And if you do that, you're going to be successful. So basically doing market research, make sure that what you have, mm-hmm. people want because you, because you think it's good. It doesn't mean people, other people think it's good, right? Yes. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So you actually have to do some research, meaning dig into it, maybe do some surveys, ask some people, hold some focus groups, all those things you ha- you're going to have to do to make sure you have a really viable business. It's true. It's true. So we're going to back up and talk about that decision you made to change your life. Talk to the single mother out there who is struggling, who feel like, who feels like they or she can't move forward. She's working two or three jobs. She's doing the best she can do. Mm. And she just is on her air at wits end. Talk to her, please, about mm. her hope. I love that. I love that. Well, first of all, you have everything that you need to be successful in your life. And I know that it may be hard. And it was definitely hard for me as a single mother. But the one thing that I held true was that I wanted a better life. Mm. And I know if that's for you and you want a better life, then you can do anything that you have to do. The other thing that I had to learn was that it's, it's going to be hard. I think so many times we shy away from the hard things, but it's in the hard things that we have so much success. Mm. Like you literally find so much success. And so going to school, getting two master's degrees, a bachelor's degree and a PhD, Oh my God, those were some of the hardest things that I ever done in my life, but mm-hmm. they were so worth it because on the other side of that work is a beautiful life. On the other side of that work is the money that you thought you would be able to, to make and the life that you thought you would be able to live and the things that you also thought you would be able to provide for your children. Mm-hmm. And so I, I particularly use my children as my why. Mm. And, you know, and so this is why I did and do everything that I'm doing is to provide a different experience in their life than what I was used to. Mm. Um, And then there is always a way. I've always said that, like, no matter what you want to do in life, there's always a way. Things show up, opportunities show up when you are ready. And so my thing is be persistent, keep moving forward. Even if it's just one tiny step, it doesn't have to be this humongous step. I've only gotten here, right? I'm 43 years old. I I just finished my PhD, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would have loved to have done this when I was younger, but it just didn't happen. And so I just say, even if it's a small step and it might take you some time, you just need to keep going. And one thing that I love about you, man, is your your resilience. Like you and your husband, y'all just inspire me to keep on pushing. And like yesterday, I went with a guy here in, in this area, and he took me to basically he's a government contractor. And one mm-hmm. of his places he took me to was the hood, basically in Fountain, in South Carolina. And I told him like, this is my why. This is one reason why I do what I do because. I lived on those in the hood where it's like those hard floors and the cement walls looking out the door. It's like looking out the window and you see like it's despair. Like where's the hope? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's why I push myself so hard because I don't want to ever go back there. 
that's like mm-hmm. a scar. It'll heal, but it won't ever heal because it, it's a reminder to me that life is worth living. It's worth more than just staying in government housing. Now, I don't, I'm not down in that. I just know I, I've come from that. I've been there, done that. So for me to see you and I know that what you've been, been through, I was like, man, if she's doing it, I can do it too. She's pushing. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, and it's just so inspiring for me to see you, to know what you've been through and keep pushing and keep going to go get a PhD. And man, that's hard. School, school's hard, man. I don't know if people know, but school's hard. Writing <laughs> <laughs> like papers. It is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. And, and even though I have all these daggone degrees, that didn't make it easier for me. It just, I know myself and I need some, I need structure. Mm. And what school provides is structure that I need. A lot of people are like, oh, I ain't got to go to school. And I, I don't, I can just learn myself. You can, but that's even harder uh, for some people because you don't have that structure. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're a mother. Well, no, let me back, let me back up. You're a wife first, mother mm-hmm. and entrepreneur. How do you balance all that? And off the air, I was saying, how do you balance it or not? So, <laughs> <laughs> right or not is the, is the, is the, is that for me, right? So, um, you know what? I'm always honest, and I am. I, I definitely am still learning the game of balance, and I talk about it all the time, and a lot of stuff that I do. But I really try to prioritize what's important at the moment, and not everything doesn't get equal, right? Like a lot mm. of times we think balance is you get, you give an equal to all parts. I'll tell you these last couple years have been so difficult because I want to be this. I wanted to be this mom who could just spend all this time with my children. But guess what? I was held up um, on the weekends writing a dissertation mm-hmm. for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And so my kids, honestly didn't get as much time as I had hoped to give them. And that's just the way that it is. It's not that I didn't spend time with them. They just didn't get as much. Now that I'm done, guess what? My kids can get more time. um, And then I can focus my other energies on just my business and stuff like that. But sometimes you have to just really focus on what's ahead of you and give the other things as much as you can, but not tear yourself up about it. And so that's how I, I balance and I have a list. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person who loves lists and I write down my three most important things that I need to get done that day. And then the other stuff, if I don't get to it, I just don't get to it. But if I can get to my three most important, oh my God, we're having an amazing day. And so I just really try to balance it and make sure that my priorities are in order and, you know, and, and just understand that, that, you can do anything for a short period of time, mm. <laughs> right? Mm. You can, and that's one of my models, right? I can do anything for a short period of time. And that time frame is something that you define. So for me, I knew that I was going to try to finish my dissertation in three years. Mm. I'm actually finishing it in three and a half years, but I can do anything for a short period of time. And so those three years that I sacrificed, I knew that on the other side of that, I was going to, number one, be Dr. Kiki Ramsey, number two, be an expert in my field of positive psychology and coaching um, and women in leadership. And number three, I was going to be making my money. Hello, somebody. Right, right. <laughs> and as I sit here, man, I'm like, I'm tearing up because I remember you told me you wrote a book, right? What's your name of your book? Mm-hmm. Get Courageous Now, A Woman's Guide to Finding Her Passions and Purpose in Life. 
So you told me that when you focused, you wrote a book in four months, right? Mm-hmm. Before yep. that, it took you, I don't know, I forget the conversation, but I was specifically... Oh, go ahead. Yep, a couple years. A couple years. <laughs> so you told me that, right? And I remember specifically you told me four months you finished the book because you focused. You focused, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what that did for me? It challenged me to write my book. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> you told me that. I'm like, I'm going to do the same thing. I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it in four months, but I finished the book because you told me you did join in four months. I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. She can do it. I can too. Let's go. Yep. So I'm yep. like, man, again, Kiki, man, like I'm so proud to know you as a, as a friend, a sister. And I'm just, I want to encourage people today, whether you're a man, woman, black, white, orange, green, yellow, blue, whatever. If you have goals and dreams, like she said, you can do it. Well, you can do mm-hmm. it. I mean, if you think you can do it, you can do it. If you think you can't do it, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, did you set goals for yourself? Like, do you write down your goals? I know you say you write down your to-do list, but do you set goals? And how often do you look at your goals and change them? Yeah, good good question. I absolutely set goals. I believe in goals. That's the only... I set goals and then I reverse engineer everything. Mm. And so... I, yes. I So, like, with my dissertation or with my PhD, you know, my school said you can finish in three years. So I literally, day one, down with the program director and I said, Hey, I want to finish in three years. What let's reverse engineer what what's everything that I gotta take in order to get it done in three years. Mm. And so I reverse engineered the whole entire program. But of course things happen in the in the process, right? This is why I'm finishing in three and a half years. But I mean that ain't too shabby. Mm. <laughs> right? That's right, that's right. It's not too shabby. So I definitely set goals with every single thing that I do. And um, I, I also write my goals. Like if it's something really important, I am looking at it on a weekly basis. I'm not going to say I look at it every single day, but I'm looking at it on a weekly basis. And there's another goal that I have coming up. And so I was actually looking at the goal and looking at, I was reverse engineering the goal mm. last night. Mm. Um, because I want to, because a lot of times we think that, oh, boom, you're just going to hit the goal. No, a goal is something that you have to break down into steps, into baby steps. And so I get a date on when I want to be done. And then I go back to day one, which is the present day. And I say, okay, in order to hit this date, the done date, this is what I need to do over these next couple weeks. And then I hit my, my, I write down my milestones to ensure that I'm going to hit the date when I'm done. Awesome. So we got like, listen mm-hmm. a minute. How can people find out about you online, social media? Yeah, I'm on everything. I'm on TikTok and Instagram um, and Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm at Kiki Ramsey. Everything is at Kiki Ramsey, except for TikTok. I think TikTok is Dr. Kiki Ramsey. Um, and then my website is KikiRamsey.com. Awesome. So, Kiki, man, I love you. I love you. I love you. And thank you for love joining you. me on the show. And I want to bring you back one day. And maybe if not here, on my <laughs> podcast. So, thank you for joining me on the Your Money Hour show. 